This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to a special edition. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm Craig Patterson, and we're joined here today with a retailer, Melissa Austria, who uh, is the founder and owner of Toronto-based Got Style. Welcome, Melissa. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So we're going to talk about the retailer today, how you got started, and uh, what uh, we're seeing in uh, fashion and retail and uh, what the future will be. So uh, let's get started here. And how did you get started uh, in uh, retail? I have been in the fashion industry, specifically menswear, for a very, very long time. So um, I started working at Harry Rosen. From there, I luckily jumped into wholesale. So I was doing sales for brands like, going way back, Boston Traders, <laughs> uh, Mex Menswear, and then kind of leaped into more of a corporate wholesale. So Claiborne menswear, then for GFT. So doing Calvin Klein, Valentino. And then um, I my last sort of big one was doing uh, for Kenneth Cole. So I launched all the Kenneth Cole menswear divisions in Canada. So I was dealing with, you know, every single department store, had sales reps, but was dealing with all the top menswear retail stores. Because I was doing a lot of sales meetings in Europe, sort of saw what was happening there in terms of men's style. And it was not happening in North America because it was still Ed Hardy t-shirts, boxy three-button suits, and uh, true religion jeans, as I like to say. <laughs> so I knew the change was coming, and I, don't, I didn't think anyone was doing it well um, in Toronto because it was either high-end or low-end and sort of nothing in between. So I thought I could do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's, that's what started it. <laughs> and what year was that that uh, you opened the first store? Uh, so that was 16 years ago. Time flies. Holy cow. And that Time was, flies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was located, was it Bathurst Street? No, it was no. King Street. We were kind of radical. So we were a second floor walk up that you had to buzz to get in. Um, our original store was uh, probably 10,000 square feet. We had the first uh, men's barbershop. So we kind of first store to have a barbershop in it. We started that uh, trend. And we were also the only store to have a male only spa as well, too, in our original location. Wow, interesting. So it was kind of a lifestyle uh, brand. 100%. We had uh, a lounge, we had uh, two flat screen TVs, I had a full DJ sound system in there. Wow. <laughs> I was a little <laughs> very ambitious the first go around. It sounds like a fun retail concept. I mean, that would be experiential uh, on top of yep. being a place to buy stuff. Yeah. So yeah, definitely doing experience, experiential retail before it was trendy or, you know, the latest buzzword to do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tell me a bit about the concept store generally, because, you know, it started off as menswear and you now have ladies wear certainly in, in your store in the distillery district. We can talk about that store as well. Um, for me, it was always... Um, Shopping by lifestyle, because I always found that for most retail stores, they were always by brand. I find a lot of guys don't know how to shop by brand. So we were very casual, social, business, and formal. So we had the store set up in that lifestyle, and each section sort of had its own decor. So it kind of tied in with that. So with the first store on Bathurst, because I was very naive when I started my business, I did not have a lawyer look at my lease <laughs> when I signed it, and I signed it personally. My original landlord sold the building, got a new landlord. They were able to double my rent. Oh, my. Yep. So in a 10,000-square-foot store, it's pretty damn expensive. <laughs> so I had to move to another location, Then that's when we moved to Bathurst. And then a couple of years after that, uh, the landlords of Distillery called me, and then I came over here, took a look at what they were doing, and fell in love with the space. 
Yeah, it's gorgeous. The store, the distillery district. Yep. It's a two level. This is about 7,000 square feet. But based on the clientele, because it is very tourist driven, we knew that we had to add in women's wear because it was not going to be destination. It was going to be a traffic based store. So our bathroom store was purely destination. We had probably a a 90% conversion rate. Everyone who was going into that store was going Mm -hmm. in to buy. Distillery was probably like a five percent conversion rate, so definitely a lot of uh, a lot of tourists. Wow! Um, so we kind of had to change our our business model a little bit with this location. Interesting, yeah, because that is quite a bit of a difference. And then the the bathroom yep. store um, had had shut a little. Was it before the pandemic? I have to say, I was really lucky with that. Our lease came up, um, and again, the landlord wanted to increase our rent, and we're like, no, we're not. We're not on King Street. We shouldn't be paying King Street prices. So we decided not to renew. We were going to look for another spot on the west side because um, there's a lot of good things going on there. The well is going up there. So we were looking at that, but we thought, we'll just close it for now. And literally two weeks later, the lockdown happened. <laughs> good timing, right? <laughs> the time I was so devastated that we closed that store, but in hindsight, it was the best thing that ever happened because there's no way you could have maintained two locations. It would have been impossible. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the pandemic has certainly hit a lot of businesses. Uh, how are things going as uh, we've been through these crazy lockdowns in Ontario, et cetera? I would say the last lockdown has probably been the toughest just because, you know, regardless, you know, we were closed during our busiest two months being closed in November, December, but at least we thought we were going to open on May, tw- May 20th. We thought we were going to open on June 2nd and now they're pushing it to June 14th. So it's been really frustrating more so because we had to buy. So we've bought products six months ago and I was definitely way too optimistic. Things are going to be open. Nobody's going to want to wear sweats anymore. We need to have dress up clothing. So kind of miscalculated that one a little bit. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, I mean, and it's tough to predict these things, right? This- it is. The one thing that this pandemic has done is as a business, you had to up your digital strategy. If you did not do that, then you're screwed. Online business went to, you know, being 2% of our overall sales to 40% of our overall sales. I think we're probably going to level off at probably 15%. So it's been, it's been great. We added so many other things like the virtual shopping, like the Trust Us kit. It's been okay. Tell me a bit about the Trust Us kit. So this is something that we're doing really for our uh, existing customers. So it's more, we'll do a virtual call. You tell us what you need and we're just going to send you clothes to your house that you try on at home. And then we pick it up the next day and we charge you for what you keep. And then we don't charge you obviously for what you uh, don't keep. Interesting. So instead of billing you all up front, we just bill you uh, after the fact. Excellent, excellent. Holy cow. And uh, and you're doing curbside pickup probably as well, that yep. sort of thing. Or tell me a bit about the online thing, the experiences we've been locked down. We redid our site, thank goodness. So we launched a new website in um, October. So even though we had women's in the store, we never had women's online. So we finally added women's to online, um, which is a good thing because women's obviously shop more online than men do. We definitely sort of revamped everything, tried to make it easier, tried to make it more visual as possible. So trying to make the the customer journey as seamless as possible. So we added, um, you know, virtual assistant on our online store. So you can talk to somebody and the somebody's not a, a bot. The somebody is like one of us that will answer it. 
we added a new CRM program. Gosh, we've, we've definitely done a lot of things just to try to not only during the pandemic, make the customer journey better, but once we're out of the pandemic, what does that customer journey look like and how can we make it better? Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And are, are men shopping a little, well, obviously guys wearing more casual or wear less formal wear, at least during the pandemic. Yes. Um, are you noticing anything else about how men are shopping right now and or not shopping for that matter? Definitely not shopping as much, although I will say our surprisingly our made to measure business is actually not too bad because people still need to get suits. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually, to be honest, I think it's a really, really interesting time for retail. I think it's, um, I'm actually so excited for when we open because I can tell you right now, it's going to be crazy in my opinion, because people have not shopped for a year and they're hungry for human contact. As big as online has been, I think there's going to be a big return to in-person shopping. Yeah, yeah. I'll come by and uh, shop there as well. Hopefully it's June 14th. Yep. <laughs> it may, maybe it's sooner. I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm not even going to get my hopes up. Every time yeah. I've gotten my hopes up, I've been disappointed. So I'm very, very excited for us to open it and for what the next while is going to be. Because people haven't gone out for so long and they have been wearing sweatpants for over a year, they don't want to wear sweatpants anymore. So I think we're going to come back to an age of people dressing up again. Because... Prior to the pandemic, if you went out on King Street on a Saturday night, every single guy was wearing a black t-shirt and jeans or a hoodie and jeans. Mm. And I think when we reopen, those guys are going to be like, you know what? I actually want to maybe put on a suit when I go out or at least a sport coat. So I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I've heard that prediction as well in terms of guys getting a little bit dressier after all of this, because the trends that we were seeing before, I, I live on Bloor Street area of Toronto and in a lot of the windows, say at Holt Renfrew, you would see very much a movement to casual, even with the really high-end brands, you know, the Givenchy and Valentino. It was almost yeah. streetwear. So in, in respect, the fashion trends were actually kind of almost pandemic-friendly before. And then there may be the shift now where people are like, well, I don't want to wear that because this reminds me of that time I had to sit at home all day. Yep. And I didn't change my clothes for the entire week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think it's going to happen too. I mean, with things like this, you know, we, we see, you know, either wars or pandemics and it changes the consumer psyche a little bit. I mean, the, you know, the Dior new look happened, I think, after World War II, you know, founded in 1947 and became yep. a real going concern. It'll be interesting to see where fashion goes after all of this, uh, you know, as things get back to normal, hopefully sooner than later. Yep. I, I think it's going to be a, an explosion. I we're almost kind of not worried, but like, did I buy enough crazy stuff for fall? Like, did I, did I buy too safe? Like now I'm like, oh no, did I buy enough crazy? <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> hopefully a good problem to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> in terms of marketing, uh, God Style's done some interesting stuff. I remember in uh, 2014, there was a really interesting commercial. It's, it's on YouTube. People can find it. And uh, it was the naked man. Tell me <laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little bit how that came about because it's stuck in my mind even all these years. I think it was brilliant. Um, we were again, super, I just, so funny. I had somebody walk in, um, who was like a new, um, agency and they're like, we're trying to do a, an ad. We'll do something for you at no cost. So we thought, sure, let's do a, a commercial based on sort of the Skype shopping. We kind of went back and forth on a couple ideas and the agency came up with the, the concept of the, the naked man, which has been, I think that's our 7 million views on YouTube. So <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And, and basically, uh, well, um, describe a little bit of, of what was there. And, and I, I love how calm everyone was, despite the potential chaos that was happening uh, in this video. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, um, I'm like, you know, I'm at the store, my customer calls me. Um, I notice that he's, you know, doesn't have a shirt on. That's cool. I'm just like, Hey, what are you looking for? And he's like, I, you know, he needs everything. So, so I'm, 
virtually showing showing him like, you know, pants, shoes, shirt. Perfect. I'll take it all. And then I ask him, um, should I just send it to your regular address? And he's like, no, I'm someplace else. <laughs> and then it cuts to him. He's on the balcony naked. <laughs> and there's, you know, a woman inside getting yelled at by her husband because obviously he's walked in on them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, do I love it. I mean, and it actually speaks to, you know, you said Skype shopping. Um, this is something that we've seen with the personal stylist. I mean, this, this it's almost an extension of the trust us, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's so funny. This was basically, this was, we were trying to launch Skype shopping, but this was, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, it was way too early. So we had maybe one or two people try it, but at that time, people weren't comfortable with showing their face. Hmm. And then all of a sudden with the advent of the pandemic, everyone doing Zoom and video, now people are used to it, but it definitely took, that time frame for it to happen. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're saying that the pandemic has accelerated a lot of trends that we've already seen, or in this case is, I guess, created a comfort level in terms of being in front of a camera. A hundred percent. I think nobody has any beefs about it. It's gotten kind of bad though, in the sense that everyone's gotten a little too relaxed and too casual in front of the camera. And that's definitely a push that we've been trying to do is trying to, to up your work from home style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if a person's on camera. So I know that I, have a collection of shirts I'll, I'll dress up if I have to be on camera, but I'm not wearing a, because I'll wear a tie if I'm doing a presentation, but I'm not wearing that oh, around wow. the house, obviously, when I'm not on camera. Yep. But at least you're wearing a fun shirt. At least it's got color. At least it's, you know, not a black t-shirt with a stain on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward with, with Gostel, it, it might be too soon to talk about this because, you know, we're, we're in a, a really unusual situation with the pandemic, but are you thinking of maybe opening more stores or do you have any sort of a vision for the future? The pandemic has taught me that you can grow your business without growing your physical footprint. Interesting. So it would definitely be probably more doubling down on the digital aspect because we can ship worldwide. I mean, we, we were sending stuff to Egypt, Japan, everywhere. So you could have one location, ship internationally, have this virtual way of communicating with people. So, so I think um, retail has kind of changed the game. Some things that we are doing, though, is to add to that whole experience. So one thing we kind of just launched before it had to get shut down, obviously, was our dine and shop experience. It's more where you can have the store. We've got a 7,000 square foot store. You can have it for yourself or, you know, your guys get together, your girls get together, mm. team, staff, do a four course dinner, wine, cocktails, play pool after, shop if you want to, but it's not really imperative. It's just more of a unique way of getting people together, especially after this pandemic people are looking for new and exciting things to to do because we used to do a lot of big parties i can't see us doing a big party for a while so i think it's more of these smaller intimate events and get-togethers are sort of the new the new route to go yeah yeah no that's excellent would this continue a bit after the pandemic i guess in terms of a hundred percent excellent no that'd be really interesting to see because uh you know it's it's a multi-use of the space it is. And it's just, um, it's, it's a, our store is such a beautiful store because it does have the two levels. You know, if anything, I feel safer having dinner here than, than going to a restaurant. Um, and the fact that you've got the whole space to yourself. So in terms of corporate events, it's great because you can bring in other speakers. And that's one thing that we want to do. Or if we do a special men's night, we've got somebody that's, you know, rolling cigars, somebody that's talking about mental health, somebody that's, you know, doing Botox shots. <laughs> I'm going to need a few of those after this pandemic. <laughs> I think everybody does. I think we are also kind of doubling down on the education process. 
I'm working on a bunch of um, speaker events where talking about how to the clothes of conduct when it comes from working from home or going back to work. 2019, a lot of the banks were trying to appeal to the new graduates. So they instituted this um, dress for your day policy, Hmm. which if you're a young guy, what does that mean? It's so ambiguous. So you'd have, you know, guys showing up at the bank with, you know, flip-flops and shorts on. Oh, wow. So I think there does need to be a little bit of re-education on terms of not a dress code, but just guidelines of how people should be dressing from working from home and then Mm -hmm. also going back to work. That is so interesting. And I think that's really valuable for brands to be able to do in terms of educating consumers, because that can also lead to loyalty because the consumer feels comfortable. You know, they're taking, you know, knowledge from the retailer, which I think gives the level of credibility that, you know, maybe brands that aren't doing that wouldn't have. Exactly. And that's something that we always try to do. People have always asked me, you know, for, especially on the men's side, like what's in fashion. I'm like, I don't know. We're not really a fashion store. We're more of a style store. So it's more about getting the the basics and understanding of how to dress properly, how to get clothes to fit you properly. That's going to be done first. And then we're going to layer, you know, the fashion on top of that. Oh, excellent. Would there be any education for say certain male politicians that accidentally show up naked on camera? (laughs) I personally think he's doing that on purpose because he did it twice. I think there's something, there's something up with that. You can't say the second time around that you didn't know that camera was on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Melissa Austria. You're the founder and owner of, Toronto-based uh, Got Style, a retailer that uh, focuses on menswear and has women's wear, of course, as well. And I'm uh, Craig Patterson, editor-in-chief of Retail Insider. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. And just a gentle reminder, we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every weekday morning. And it has a link to the Canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day, as well as links to our recently published articles exclusive to Retail Insider. If you go to our website, retail-insider.com, you can find the subscribe area towards the bottom of our main page. And then you can get that email into your inbox every morning. Thank you everyone for listening. And until next time. 